you are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. Good evening, one more gamers. Welcome to another episode, holiday festive episode of One More Game. I am your host, The Stroke. This is episode 33 on 23rd November 2022, and I'm here with my only friend, Swift Me Dot. Swift, what's up? Back, back to the OG2, you know? Yeah, um, OGs. Hey, buddy. What's up? I'm good, man. Just ha- having a kind of a hectic week but we we're here and we're uh ready to bring some gaming news very nice very nice as well as am i all right let's go around the table just like we do at the gibson household and uh talk about what you're thankful for in the world of gaming before we get into this thing swift you're always good at this um off the cuff stuff so you start (laughs) dude i'm i'm actually really thankful first of all to be able to play video games because it's been a big part of my life for a long time, um, for over half my life. Um, and then also I will say that I'm very thankful to have a loving wife that appreciates that I need some time alone to play video games and doesn't get super upset at me every time I'm up here playing video games with you idiots. Uh, yeah it's it's really convenient i guess yeah very nice well that's a great thing to be thankful for i myself and am also grateful you know you're setting me up for failure here i have to say i'm grateful for my wife obviously and her uh obviously ex- extremely talented mercy play but also for her supporting See, these uh hobby that we do yeah uh, um, that's what's and, different about uh yeah. jen and shan is uh jen actually plays video games shan attempts to play crash bandicoot sucks never plays any video game ever other than tetris so uh, nice yeah cool well i'm grateful for everyone in the uh, chat and listening abroad thanks for uh, supporting us we're almost at about a year mark i think i think it's just after christmas that we started this bad boy so we're getting there and uh thanks getting for close uh, man thanks for your continued support Love to see you guys get rowdy in the chat. And Pickle Matt says, I'm thankful for my parents taking over my game room so I can't podcast and have to listen to politics instead. Yep, that sounds awesome. If you can chat in the chat, you can podcast. So uh, I don't know what you're doing calling in from work. uh, (laughs) He says he's watching Mass Singer instead of podcasting. Which, hey, family time is important, you know? True, true. All right. Well, uh, we're all happy to be here. We're going to make this one relatively short and sweet so you guys can get back to your families and do whatever you need to do during this holiday season. But we didn't want to, you know, let you go without another helping of one more game. So, Swift, with that being said, let's get right into the news for the week. All right, brother. The Pokemon Scarlet and Violet reviews are trickling out and not so great overall. But that's mostly because of a lot of technical stuff. It's full of bugs and kind of technical issues. For the first time, people are saying they're seeing the Switch kind of truly struggle with uh, kind of pumping out what this game is trying to do. Um, IGN's review said the open world gameplay of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is brilliant direction for the new future of the franchise. But this promising shift is sabotaged by the numerous ways in which the Scarlet and Violet feel deeply unfinished. Which is sad to hear, right? It sounds like it's just another product of rushing a game out before it's ready, of course. Which it is, it Nintendo is Nintendo usually doesn't get into this, but I guess this isn't exactly Nintendo's studio. But the, the thing that I guess concerns me is I don't know that I've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's, it's not like you log on your computer and Warzone 2.0 updates automatically. Like, 
are there updates that they push out to switch if you're connected to wi-fi i don't know that i've seen that necessarily um here and there i've had i've had it to where it says like if you want to start a game that has a new uh update out it says you must download game update before continuing or something like that it happens a lot with um pokemon unite so got it well at least that's there because i didn't i didn't realize that was a thing so i was very concerned yeah when all the bugs are there and you're like well i don't know that we're necessarily going to get an update for this but um it's it's weird because i don't know might be the only unfinished pokemon game of all time actually probably probably are the only two yeah i mean i don't ever remember hearing that about any other pokemon game not necessarily yeah. some of them weren't good but uh it sucks that this well sure i do and i am curious to try it out because a lot of people are saying that the open world kind of thing they they dabbled it in a little bit with what was it legends arceus you played that was kind of cool yep legends of arceus this everyone's saying that this is like they got it right like this feels good open world stuff so and we talked we talked about legends of arceus a little bit back in the day when i was playing it and it had a very different feel to it than a normal Pokemon game. Like you had quests and stuff. You had to collect, you know, 10 of the same Pokemon or whatever it happens to be. I don't know. I haven't played Scarlet or Violet, so I don't know that that's necessarily the intent there. I don't, they might've just gone back to their roots as far as going to battle boss gyms, uh, which is what I hope they did. Well, Um, we'll see, but Hey, they, they still sold, 10 million copies in a week. That's pretty crazy. Uh, I so, think that makes it probably Switch's top selling at least non-main Nintendo Studio game selling game. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot in a week. Yeah. <laughs> to give that perspective, onto our next bit of news, God of War Ragnarok is the fastest selling PlayStation first party title ever with 5.1 million in week one. So that only sold half as many as Pokemon, right? So that, that gives you a good perspective I, I really on that, cannot right? believe that. Right. Like everyone I know is talking about God of War, and yet Pokemon doubles that because of how many people have Switches. Not only that, but how many people grew up with, you know, their parents wouldn't let them play God of War. So they're not right. used to the franchise and potentially didn't play 2018. So... Um, listen to our podcast and you'll get rave reviews on the God of War series. So buy that. Um, but also, I mean, think about how many millions of people have played Pokemon throughout their entire lives and they're just looking for the next new thing. Like, right. A little just, surprising, but at the same time. Eh. Yeah. I mean, the crazy part to me, at least for the God of War Ragnarok, is it's fastest selling PlayStation first party title ever. And that's not just PlayStation 5. It's just period like they sold more god of war ragnarok than any other mainstream playstation studio game ever which is pretty yeah. cool it is it is very cool Obviously, and well deserved very good yeah yeah uh, we'll talk about it when we get into what we played but man that game is really good all right on to something a little more boring but the federal tr- we've been talking about this pretty much every week because it pops up in the news quite a bit and it's one of the bigger industry bits of news in gaming but uh, the federal trade commission in the united states is reportedly likely to file an antitrust lawsuit to block that 69 billion dollar deal that microsoft is using to acquire activision blizzard uh so yeah now we've got europe or at least what was it, the uk uk and now yeah. the ftc here in the u.s and this thing is getting a lot more pushback than I would expect, but if there's any company to get an antitrust lawsuit filed against it, it's Microsoft, uh, and we've seen that in the past. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. What, what are your continued thoughts on this? We touch on it pretty much every week. but We do. It It just keeps popping back in the news, and I, I think it has to do with my, both Microsoft and Blizzard, but apparently people don't, like, especially Blizzard, people don't like a shitty work environment. Where yeah. you, uh, you know, don't treat your workers the correct way. Weird. Um, yeah, it turns but out. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's 
for for whatever reason it just just keeps coming back yeah it'll be interesting to see what microsoft has up their sleeves obviously they knew in that company that there was going to be pushback on this but they probably have the best lawyers in the world so we'll see what that looks like but it's going to drag this thing out for much longer so don't expect microsoft to be saving blizzard games anytime soon Uh, (laughs) i heard somewhere i read in the article that uh that lawsuit could be presented anytime probably sometime in the beginning of december so how that goes yeah i'm i'll be interested to see where where that goes uh because i feel like it could go like you said microsoft probably has some pretty pretty good lawyers behind you know behind their team so i feel like it could be like almost polar opposite directions right i don't feel like there might be anything down the middle i feel like it's going to be like yep we got it or nah nah this nah this deal's messed up yeah all right, we'll see. Here's another interesting uh, bit of news in gaming. Netflix appears to be developing a triple A PC shooter with the likes of the original producer of Overwatch, uh, Chaco Sunny, behind it. And uh, they've got a Los Angeles based studio led by that man. And it's probably going to include some type of like service live service elements that you would expect from a company like netflix so this is all reported by mobilegamer.biz um but netflix game studios they've looked for and found their producer now they're looking for a director for a brand new triple a pc game akin to overwatch what are your thoughts on this netflix and gaming i don't know what do you think yeah, I think Nam Nam Tua nails it in the chat as far as their subscription might have ads mid game. It was like when <laughs> when I think it was Warzone when they were talking about uh being acquired and getting ads in the middle of the game. I forget what exact exact game, but you're like in a gunfight and all of a sudden boom, like ad. Yeah. Um so I think I think it's really interesting. I also I don't know if I'm behind the time, but I don't I haven't really heard much of about Netflix gaming. Apparently I need, I need to do a little bit more research. Yeah. They're um, basically trying to uh, incorporate gaming into their business model. And that includes both mobile and what I'd imagine is a cloud-based gaming service that anywhere that Netflix yeah. is running, but they're developing a lot of games based kind of on some of their IPs. So there's like a chess game coming out based on, was it Queens Gambit? Queen's like Gambit, yeah. Lore, and then there's a bunch of other stuff kind of being advertised. Here's an advertisement they got running for it, but this is their kind of promo. But it'd be interesting to see. It It would be, I would love to see any sort of competition to Overwatch, obviously, because that could only help. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just so Yeah, much. I, also f- I also feel like it'll, you know, when it actually starts, it'll start it. At- Seven ninety nine a month for your cloud gaming, and then within a year it'll be fourteen ninety nine, and then yeah. you know twenty one ninety nine. You don't get in early, you you might as well just not ever get it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, but uh, the fact that they're using someone like someone with producer experience of Overwatch that means they're taking it pretty darn seriously. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. Um, I'm interested to see where they go with it. We'll just have to wait. We shall. And there'll be plenty of other games for you to play while that happens. Speaking of games you're going to play, let's get into the game's radar for the week. All right. There's a couple of of gems here. One we have to talk about because both of us are World of Warcraft, uh, at least fans at one point in our lives. You're currently a fan of world of warcraft in a previous version of itself but uh sure. on 28 december only on pc obviously world of warcraft dragonflight the long-awaited expansion uh is is gonna be out i know the there's all kinds of public pest realms and stuff that have already been going obviously but 
Uh, here it is, Swift. We talked about it a while back. What would it have to be to bring you back into WoW? And I said, it would have to be dragon-focused. And, of course, Dragonflight and got announced. And they did. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. You, any thoughts of getting back into this bad, Johnny? Also, but, well, before we get into that, I know you're bad with months, but you said, I think you said 28 December. It's 28 November. So in about in about a week, less than no, a week. Nothing gets um, past these guys. <laughs> um. I don't know that I'm going to get back into retail. And by retail, wow, if you're not a wow player, that means like the current version, right? Not classic like I've been playing. Um, the dragons seem cool. I know there's a, what is it? There's a new race or a class you can play called. Yeah. I can't even remember what the. Dragonkin, maybe? Yeah, I don't know um anyway there's a new racer class uh which is always what they kind of dangle in front of you on with new expansions and then uh they already or sorry everybody i was reading namtoa's comment i'm already playing i'm not not retail <laughs> um but they oh the drakthor hold on it just popped up drakthor evoker yeah you're essentially dragon kin uh, as your class. Evoker. Yep. Um, oh, so it's a class. It is a class. Oh. Yeah, new new class. Drakthor Evoker. Um, but I feel like they do this every expansion. And every expansion, you log in and everyone is playing that class. Yeah. Right. They they buy Obviously. like the level up for that class because it's the new the new thing. You know how um, many Blood Elf Paladins were running around when Burning Crusade oh, came dude, out? Oh, <laughs> dude, I know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they can really do anything. I The reason I'm back in, in Classic is because, um, and I think I've said this before, but Wrath of the Lich, Lich King was my favorite expansion ever. Um, all the raids, Nax, Ulduar, EOE, um, Ice Crown. They were they were just so good, you know. And that so little, that little one called Ice Crown Citadel. <laughs> Ice Crown Citadel, yeah. But that was at the very end. I'm thinking yeah. early early phase because that's where we are right now. Um. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I maybe maybe. Oh, we got a maybe you, out of him. If if you get back on retail, then <laughs> oh, no, I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> for me it's gonna have to be i'm gonna have to start hearing from like people that i trust like other reviewers and whatnot that like this is wow how you wanted it to be you know how you remember yeah uh, still man the time commitment is just something i don't know if i have. <laughs> yeah it's all lot. right well, it's let's no talk more than destiny though let's be honest true. that's true i mean i don't yeah but i only got time for one mmo in my life <laughs> yeah valid all right, let's get into another. Uh, this one's a little, a little off the cuff, a little, little indie, if you will. But uh, Soccer Story comes out on November 29th on all platforms. If you aren't familiar with this game, it comes from the same studio that made Golf Story. And I just want to describe it as this. Think about a game that's like Pokemon. Hi, everyone. So that kind of top-down. Uh, apologize for the audio, but that top-down uh, isometric kind of look and view. But it's all pixelated, but it's kind of 3D. Um, just like Pokemon kind of was at one point. And you're playing through this story where at one point in time, there's like an apocalyptic event that ends soccer in all forms on the planet. And your goal as the like biggest fan of soccer in the world is to go around and like get people back into soccer and recruit them for teams and get get the league going. And so you play through this really cool story doing like Pokemon style world exploration and whatnot. And, you know, it's got its JRPG type elements, but then you start playing sports and recruiting these players. And it's really, it looks really cool because eventually you get to the point where you have enough people to play soccer uh, and you start doing that. So it looks, it looks like a grand old time. The golf story game that I picked that up on Switch that indie studio and it was a it was really fun it, it wasn't quite as good looking as this i say good looking it's pixelated but it's got a cool art style golf story was definitely like uh think pokemon silver style graphics yeah 
This is cool. And Golf Story Swift, I think it would be like one of your favorite games if you tried that out. I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do love golf. So I've, I've never heard of these games bef- until today. Um, but I do like the premise of it. Is it the same for Golf Story as far yeah, as like same golf goes away? Yeah, you're like, no, golf doesn't go away. You're like this kid who wants to become like the world's greatest golfer. And you start okay. out playing on this like shitty course ran by some like drunken dude. And you end up like making your way up through the ranks and playing through these golf tournaments. And then also playing like the story of the game. Uh, and okay. eventually make your way up to like the grand championship and stuff. But like you actually have to play well to get to those points in the story. So it's pretty cool. Dude, I don't know. I've played a lot of PGA 2K21 and 2K20. Um, I think I'm pretty good at uh, video game, video game golf. Video game golf. Yeah. Well, I play a um, lot of FIFA, so I'm going to dominate at this. Uh, you're going to nail this. Um, I've like this is what when is it released? Uh, the 29th. Yeah. So days. yeah, six a days or so. from now. This, what a perfect marketing strategy for oh, them. Oh yeah. While the World Cup is happening and everybody's hyped up to root for their country, like it's insane. I know we were watching the World Cup the other day. Uh, I showed up to work after, like, whatever. I didn't even have anything going on, but I, I was there, and we had like five of our new punks uh, who start flying next week, and myself and two other IPs in the room, and USA scored the the first goal. And the squadron felt like it shook because everybody was screaming. It's awesome. I love. Uh, I was last World Cup. I was walking through the airport. I had some flight, and the amount of people like in the airport bars just like going crazy anytime something happened. I love it. Yeah. I wish all sports was this like uniting. But I know it, and I don't know. I I will watch anything when it's USA against the world or another country um dude i watch i watch the hell out of curling <laughs> in the winter olympics i don't care what it is if it's usa versus another country i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna cheer um so but seriously this it's the perfect time to release something like this for people who are into soccer and video games like why wouldn't you get this game yeah, uh, they describe it as a soccer story is a comedic open world RPG about solving puzzles and saving the world with your trusty magic soccer ball. The game asks you to use your head with goal-oriented quests and side missions to complete over 15 hours of gameplay and a huge range of activities and events to take part in. I uh, I think I'm going to try this out because this looks really fun. It might be a good one to play with Liam too, honestly. I think I want to try Golf Story first since you say it might be my favorite yeah. game. Um, yeah, just but if I, that, if I, I really like enjoy Pokemon, that, I know you love golf. Like, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah, and it's a obscure game of the week. So go ahead, and yeah, mark that down on your calendar. Got it. All right, all right. You want to let them? Uh, I'll get in. I'll do this one. Warhammer Kay. 40k. Uh, Dark Tide is coming out on November 29th. PC and Xbox. Go deep, so to speak. Into the to speak. Sorry, go deep into the uh, the hive city of the forty first millennium and face hordes of enemies. You know, you have only seen in your nightmares in a four player co op action game, Warhammer forty k Dark Tide. If you're into the Warhammer kind of universe, this game looks incredible. It's four man co op, and you run through this kind of uh, badass. It, it gives me like Doom feels when it comes to like. Yeah, the vibe. Um, but this actually looks like a really fun game to play with uh, four people. You know, going after the hive hordes. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I've never played a Warhammer game, a, a Warhammer video game. But if you were like me and a huge nerd when you were in like elementary, middle school, I remember telling my parents that I needed these um, little figurines 
and now spending I'm hours your pants blue yep spending hours in my parents basement <laughs> painting these figurines i used to be so interested in it. i know i don't know i don't know why what drove that because i like i said i've never really gotten into the story or the games but right for some reason i just loved maybe it was just arts and crafts it was just preparing me for the air force you know doing <laughs> arts and go. crafts yeah, the game looks really, really cool. Um, if this thing has some good reviews, I just don't know much about Warhammer for some reason. Yeah. I'm, I, I was as nerdy as the rest of them, but for some reason I never got into that realm of of nerdiness. But man, it looks really cool, especially to play as a co-op. So you'll have that to look forward to on November 29th. You're coming up on uh, Xbox and it it does look really good. And if it looks that good in game and it's not just like the ad that you that they show, right. then I can imagine playing with a squad would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is the game's radar for the week. You've got a couple of gems coming out here at the end of uh, November, so don't give up on 2022 there, folks. And if you've got a game that you're excited about playing, let us know. Reach out to us at omg underscore podcast gg on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can send us an email at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Give us game recommendations, scenes we missed on the radar, things you're excited about. Let us know how you're feeling today. You can also join us on our newly named and revamped Discord, One More Game Discord. Love to have you there. Swift's going to get that in the uh, linked in the chat, and we'd love to have you join our Discord. We'll be playing some Thanksgiving Friendsgiving games tonight maybe tomorrow uh if you're interested if you need some people to play with uh, and we'd love to have you another cool thing about that discord is you can find i'm pickle matt sweet pickles in there every day he he's throwing out gamer deals that you can find in the sweet pickles channel and uh this week he's letting us know that at best buy elden ring is 20 dollars off if you want to play the game of the year possibly the game of the last five to ten years you can save yourself 20 bones right now by going over to Best Buy. So uh, that's just one example of the sweet pickles that Pickle Matt has to offer you uh, on the regular. So go ahead and join our Discord. We'd love to have you. All right. Are we, are, we, are we done with the Elden Ring sweet pickle? Yeah, you got more sweet pickles? No, I I just want to hype up Elden Ring oh, a yeah. little bit. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been in there for a while. Um, but seriously, if you, haven't, if you haven't played this game... Um, and you like a good, not necessarily story, but like a visual masterpiece. I know we've talked about this before, but $20 off on this game. If, if you got $40 then to spare for a video game, then that should be the one you spend the money on because it it is absolutely incredible. And I was watching one of my buddies play easy, uh, earlier, uh, teaching them a few things because obviously we're veterans of the game yeah we i mean we are podcasters um, yeah yeah um <laughs> but just watching him play because i haven't played in a few months uh the stroke i don't know how long has it been for you a little a little while or probably about a month or two i need to get back in there and finish it off yeah so to speak but... um but just watching him play and seeing all the the views and everything it just gives me the itch again and i think i'll probably be in there tomorrow morning while yeah there's no uh, way you can Shan's still sleeping stop that train <laughs> yeah all right cool cool yeah totally agree you're listening to the one more game podcast they keep nagging we keep playing now back to your hosts the stroke and swift Mita. i'm pickle man All right, Swift. Let's get into it. The meat and potatoes, if you will, the uh, the turkey and the turkey slaw, and stuffing, the, the stuffing <laughs> and pumpkin pie, the cranberries, and I don't know what other weird shit do people eat on Thanksgiving. This week we're talking about food in gaming, as is tradition on Thanksgiving Day. But before we get into that, Swift. What do you look forward to most tomorrow for Thanksgiving? Or like if you were going to see family at home at Thanksgiving, what is your like favorite thing about Thanksgiving? If you're not you're from America, food? 
food or... traditions whatever what is your favorite thing um honestly I, I just love the tradition of people gathering and you know having good food and hanging out and then getting far too drunk because <laughs> everyone's sleepy and drinking the rest of the day um yeah. but food wise i i think i'm kind of a weirdo i it's not really a food group but you know the cranberry sauce that comes out of the can that has that audible just... sound when you <laughs> <laughs> like that is that is one of my favorite things on thanksgiving <laughs> like um grandma can i open the cranberry no 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 we have to let uncle swift do that sorry yeah <laughs> that's his favorite thing that's so weird no it's not the sound i'm not saying it's a sound weirdo yeah, i'm right, saying right, eating it is my favorite it's like the be- it's the best tasting You're like thing the little on, ridges on it on the dinner table because it's been in the can for 12 years <laughs> yeah. uh yeah that stuff ain't bad i loved me some mashed potatoes man oh i could just yeah. eat a whole meal's worth of mashed potatoes with good gravy mm. yeah that's a good one i also for us for me i don't know why but um black olives were always a a tradition at our thanksgiving because i remember putting them on my fingers as a kid um but oh my, yeah my fingers are too big nowadays but it's always been a tradition so i always like to have those around my my sister and i i don't know that we had them for thanksgiving we just love black olives so every once in a while for like a snack my sister and yeah, i would just... open a can of black olives and just go go to town jen hates them so when she sees me eating them whole like that she's like how can you this oh my <laughs> god uh but anyways all right, yeah, I think my favorite thing as well is just gathering around um, yeah. and, and having, I mean, since I've joined the military, I've only been home a few times for Thanksgiving, like home home. Uh, so it's really become like a lot about friends uh, getting together and uh, somebody always hosting and everyone organizing kind of who's cooking what. And uh, I one of my favorite Thanksgiving memories was our uh, Friendsgiving in uh delta and in south korea just a great time uh, dude playing, that was awesome playing thumper and uh good times i am horrible at that game yeah <laughs> well i can't remember the other one where you do the weird maybe that's thumper but anyway. i think that's thumper that's what i was thinking of it i least. don't recall most of that evening but uh yeah you right. never do it delta <laughs> no uh cool all right swift let's talk about this if you and i were to open a restaurant do we have the proper training? Do you think? I think we do. We've we've had a lot of experience in uh, running a restaurant, at least as chefs. Um, but what do you what are your thoughts? I think you know what. If we opened a restaurant, we would be owners, right? So we would hire the, hire the right people, put them in the right places, and we're good at managing people. So I think we would nail it. <laughs> so who who would you not want chopping? Uh, cucumbers of all your friends Ooh, i think gaucho oh yeah yeah He's i a... remember him when we went to tyndall and it was <laughs> a train wreck whenever he had a controller in his hand <laughs> so if you're not catching our drift we're referring to the awesome cooking game that is known as overcooked and overcooked 2 this is from an indie developer but it is a gem of a same screen cooperative party game if you've not played so this fun do yourself a favor get a switch invite some friends over i don't, actually i think it's on many different platforms but uh and get this thing going because imagine four of you trying it's it's already hard enough to cook that phrase too many chefs in the kitchen really comes to light in this game but there's also some wacky shit happening in this game that makes it way, way harder. Like sometimes you're on a hot air balloon uh, or sometimes you're in a food truck that's divided in two and that food truck moves uh, this way and this <laughs> yeah, and way. And it, ga- it gaps out and yeah, you can't you cross. Yeah, jump and... the gap sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so this is basically what this game always turns into for us. If you're looking at the screen here, if you're uh, listening live, there's a kitchen with uh, Four chefs running around frantically. The kitchen is half on fire. One chef is spraying a fire extinguisher. Uh, one <laughs> one guy is very organized in the bottom corner. He's got four uh, hamburger <laughs> buns ready for to be plated, but nobody has anything cooking while well, they do. It's just all on fire. Uh, but this game is 
just a gym and we spend many many hours tdy if you're not sure what tdy is is when we take work trips for uh, in the air force different places playing this game and, and drinking as well so yeah it this game is so fun i think we literally we played it two weeks ago on my switch uh we had a, easy was over i don't know if shift was there but uh one of our buddies, Cam, who uh, is at Edwards after graduating from TPS, he was there. And it it just always, no matter what you think going into it, it always ends in everybody yelling at each other. Chop the onions, dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Why do you have four plates of chopped lettuce? Nobody has any lettuce on the orders. What? Some, somebody clean the plates. Clean the GD oh plates. The, the pans are on fire. Oh God. Yeah. Great time. But at the end so of the day, so much fun. You make it happen. You make your customers happy, which is what really matters. And uh, sometimes you accidentally send out a steak that hasn't been cooked. You know, whatever. <laughs> or throw away a fully cooked meal. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, you can let the. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you can actually put the meal into the trash, and then you don't get your plates back. Yeah. Yes, if you haven't tried Overcooked, Overcooked 2 as well, check it out, and you will not be disappointed. Uh, Although, don't play by yourself, because it's next to impossible, I think. Actually, maybe that's the key. Maybe you should play by yourself. No, no, no. Way more fun with friends. Yeah, it's cool. It's a very well-thought-out game. There's a similar... I wouldn't say it's a party-type game, obviously, because it's in VR, but there's a game called Cooking Simulator, it does similar type comedic uh, stuff where you got to get food made up, but it's in VR. I haven't tried it out, but I want to check it out. I think it's called. I had one for the Switch that wasn't overcooked. I think it was called Food Truck Tycoon or something, where it was literally just people walked up to the food truck and you had to prepare everything right in the order to get all the meals out on time. Yeah, yeah. Very similar. Um, I don't know if it was co-op, but also very fun. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Well, cool. That was our appetizer for uh, for this food focused major topic of the week. But let's get into the main course, okay? Swift. I know you spent many hours doing this. I want to know: Did you ever max out your cooking in World of Warcraft? Your cooking profession? Are you a master chef in World of Warcraft? I don't think I ever actually finished cooking it's so tedious it is and and expensive right if you're not if you don't know where to go like look for certain things like all right cool i'll buy it off the auction house but other, those things are all expensive so i don't it think they got there it is a money making gold mine if you can go out and i say money making fake money in world of warcraft sure uh, yeah, yeah which actually can be turned into real money but uh, yeah, I remember really, really getting into this in Mists of Pandaria. Like I got all of the recipes, ma- I like maxed everything out, got all the way to the top, and that's when they first started making feast tables where you could set out a feast oh, and yeah, everyone yeah. in the raid could eat, eat at the yeah. same time. And so and I was get like, the buffs or whatever. Yeah, I was a hot commodity for a little while at the beginning of Mists of Pandaria because of all the cooking that I had done. Um, but yeah, I literally spent. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I bought all my materials. Like the only thing I spent money on or gold on in World of Warcraft during that time frame was food, food mats, which is such a right? waste of gold. But Yeah. Um, actually, no kidding right now, there's the Thanksgiving event going on called the Pilgrim's Bounty. Yeah. Um, and this is actually, if, if you're playing WoW or whatever and you don't know about it, for whatever reason, um, this is where you kind of make your money as far as cooking, because you can level up your cooking very quickly during this event, because most of it has to do with Thanksgiving, right? Which includes mostly cooking, a little bit of eating, but let's be honest, about 80% of Thanksgiving is cooking, and then 20% is eating. Um, So they really dive into that. And uh, if if you want to level cooking, this is a good time to do it, which yeah, is what I plan on doing this weekend, potentially. Leveling your cooking? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. 
Uh, I wish it was easy, like that easy in uh, real life. In World of Warcraft, you just if you want to get better at cooking, you just select the one that's orange and hit create if you have the mats, and then your cooking will improve, guaranteed. And then you in it. real life, I still can't figure out how to cook rice perfectly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> We literally did grilled or uh, chicken teriyaki the other night. And I was like, how much rice do you think I need for this? And I cooked two, a cup and a half. And it was way too much. Yes. Two people only it need all, like it a always cup, is. maybe. It's like, it's like pasta. I feel like there's no in-between with pasta or rice. You either make way too little or way too much. Or too much. Agreed. Yeah, so if uh, you never played World of Warcraft, this is what it is. When you're cooking, you just sit there. You actually don't move your character at all. You just click these uh, words and hit create repeatedly until uh, all the food is made. Very interactive and fun. Really exciting. <laughs> really exciting And I did stuff. that for more hours than I would care to admit. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, cooking is important and the main course is always important which is the turkey but uh it's nothing it's just a it's just a giant turkey without all the other stuff uh that matters right. so let's talk about the sides you know uh and today in this in this episode we're going to talk about one of the cooler implementations of cooking i've seen in gaming was uh from breath of the wild so i remember it has you try it has you start cooking pretty much within the first 10 to 15 minutes of gameplay you make like an apple something or other yeah um, but the cool thing was that one the recipes are very useful like they'll give you heat immunity or electrical immunity or uh they'll heal you obviously or they'll make your hearts double for the next five minutes or whatever and there's a bunch of cool recipes but it doesn't tell you how to make anything it's all from experimentation so you get ingredients you try to cook them them in the pot and sometimes it just comes out with this like thing that says like ew gross you made something inedible yeah uh, just this charred yeah horrible thing uh but i thought it was really cool and they did a good job but i stopped about halfway through playing that game of cooking at all because i was like okay this is tedious and i don't want to do this because you have to watch this little cinematic yeah. every time you cook one meal stuff. It it is really cool, but yeah, I didn't I didn't do it for very long when I was playing that game. Yeah, there's some wacky recipes in there though. Like once you start trying a bunch of weird stuff, like you you can cook anything that you can find, like a sheep's horn mixed with a apple and a goo jelly, and sometimes that turns out to be like a really good dish. <laughs> yeah. I think there were a couple times where I just threw like seven ingredients into the pot and it didn't ever work out very well. Yeah. What other game? Uh, Alchemy and Skyrim is similar. You have to just randomly try things and half the time they don't work. Mm -hmm. We're looking at you, Craig, playing that Skyrim nonstop every day. He's in, in there deep like. <laughs> All right. Well, none of that matters because the real... Thing that truly matters about eating is the dessert. I've always been a, uh, a sweet tooth guy, and I will just say that pumpkin pie is disgusting. If you do, if you don't agree, I will fight you because it's nasty. I don't know why people eat it, and I don't know why it's the favorite dessert of the fall time frame. What are your thoughts on pumpkin pie? I actually, honestly, like pumpkin pie is fine. I don't know. All right, you're uh, you're off. Pecan, pecan, whatever pecan however you pronounce it is fine i've never i shouldn't say never ever since i've been an adult dessert is my least favorite part of thanksgiving i oh. never get dessert because you don't have any room i'm not a i'm not a fan of sweets anymore really i don't know yeah i'm probably gonna get diabetes <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa is literally making pumpkin pie as you guys speak. See, dude, what is wrong with people? It's so gross. It's got the weirdest texture. Ugh. Anyways. But, it, I mean, at least it's sweet. It doesn't taste like pumpkin, really. We were walking out of the kids' daycare the other day, and they were giving every family as many pumpkin pies as they wanted, like, for free. I was like, see? They're just, this is trash. Just giving it away for free. It's like fruitcakes. 
yeah, yeah, apple pie. I could go for some apple pie or some peach cobbler, but pumpkin. Ugh. Anyways, but let's talk about the real video game dessert that we all care and and will always remember. That is the cake. The cake is not a lie. It's real. If you played Portal, you know what we're talking about. But they talked up this cake for the whole story of the game. And uh, at the end, you beat the game, and it shows a little cinematic, and the last thing you see is the cake. If you show up to this Swift, to my Friendsgiving party, you and I are going to be best friends forever. I don't know what's in it, <laughs> but just the sheer, like, without saying anything, not making any telling me about it ahead of time and see if I know what it is. That's like an auto friendship. The cake is Dude, a lie. Yeah, looking at it, it looks like a German chocolate cake. Um, what are those? Yeah, I have no Cherries, idea. Cherries, maybe? They're big. Maybe. Cherries <sighs> on some icing or fondant. You fondant. see how fancy I am? Fondant. I what f- fondant is? I think it's fondant. Whatever it is. I don't know how to pronounce it. I just know it's a thing. Uh, yeah. Portal, man. Love that game. Love the, the whole, all the comedy they had going behind it. Uh, it was just grade A gold. I think that came from like a, I want to say like a, not necessarily an internship, but like a competition type thing at Valve for people to create their own games. And a couple of students were got together and they made Portal like all on their own. Yeah, that's yeah, it's really cool if it's if that's actually what happened. Also, Craig the Ghost with the sweet pickle. Portal's ninety nine cents on Steam right now. And, and Portal, Portal 2. Two. Best puzzle game ever made. Yeah, agreed. And two is nothing to scoff at either. Very cool. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That is food and video games. We don't want to keep you too long from your families tonight, so we're just going to keep it short and sweet like this cake that is a lie. Oh, it's so funny, man, when you're going through that game and, like, it's all happy-go-lucky and she, she's saying funny a few funny things, a little robot lady or AI, and then, like, you find, like, the crack in the wall and you go behind and there's, like, some dark shit going on and there's, like, Blood written on the wall. Cake is a lie. The 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 cake. I'm like, what just happened? And then it wasn't. Yeah. Very cool. Anyways. Well, we love talking to you about uh, food and gaming. By the way, if you're curious about the best looking food I've ever seen in gaming, go play Final Fantasy 14. It literally looks like they like 3D scanned the food and put it in the game. Go look. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it's just nice. like out on the table sometimes, and I, I would like, wow, that looks really crazy. I would zoom in and be like, okay, this is like actually photorealistic food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Swift, let's get into what we played this week. All right, lead us off, homie, because I know it was probably uh, not, a, not a lot of gaming for you. No, it wasn't. I was actually... Um... I don't know that I was busy necessarily. I just didn't get into a ton of gaming this week. Um, I'll start out with WoW because I played like a total of two hours of that game. And that's essentially all I did this week as far as gaming goes. I I need to get back into God of War. Um, I essentially have no plans this weekend other than Friendsgiving at like 4 p.m. So And Shannon's cooking the turkey, so I don't really have to be a part of that process. So I, I'm pretty sure I can just game all weekend. She'll be good with it. Um. <laughs> all right. Good luck. Good luck with that. And I played Mario Kart today on the Switch. Um, and I played with two of our friend's kids. Uh, we were watching them for a little bit. They had a doc appointment. And um, first, they we got them to pick some lemons uh, off our lemon tree in the backyard. Oh. And then they helped decorate our Christmas tree because we put that up apparently before Thanksgiving in this household, which I have a hard... uh, Ours has been up for two weeks, bro. Really? Ours went up after Halloween. Yeah. I know there's like differing opinions. Typically, I've always been after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving won't exist. Right. Um, But we put our Christmas tree up today and they helped with that, put ornaments on. 
Um, and then after that, they made some jello for the feast tomorrow. Um, Shannon had them baking. They had their aprons on. Nice. Our, uh, the son had a um, chef's hat. Um, they were all into it. And then after that, we played some Mario Kart. And uh, I got to tell you, these kids are uh, not going to be professional gamers. They're not. This not was, the ones. It was one of the most frustrating things I've ever watched slash ex- experienced in gaming in my adult adult life. I turned on all like the, you know, cheats, helpful settings, quotations, or yeah, to keep them like from falling in the water, and they would still do it, and they <laughs> they literally would just do this hard left, hard right, until they hit the boundaries of the track every time. It, oh my Maybe goodness. we should. Was, they should not be driving when they're older. I don't know. That's a bad assessment. Yeah, it, it was it was brutal for me to just be there and watch slash play. Uh, but yeah, that's it. All right. Well, sometimes you know you got life. Life happens. But uh, yeah. All right. I played some God of War Ragnarok. I am. I'm sniffing the end of the game. I think I'm getting pretty close. I'm getting sidetracked right now on what I would currently describe as the Valkyries of version of this game's version of Valkyries. Uh, and Jenna's watched me die repeatedly to this dead thing uh, or things. Um, but yeah, man, this game, as soon as I thought I was getting close to the end, I got something happened that opened up a whole new world, like Ariel said. And uh, the game just gets better and better and better. Uh, it's crazy. So it's starting to get to the point where I think I like it more than the 2018 game overall. But that's not to be not not surprised by that because they kind of learned a lot from that game. But oh, so good. Sad yeah. that you haven't got back in there, dude. I know. I need to. Uh, let's see. Overwatch 2 played a couple of nights with the, the One More Game Discord members, and we had a great time last night. We were, uh, what we were mostly having fun with was the, so now you, when you queue for competitive or whatever, instead of going into skirmish, you can join the custom games. So you can join 10 kids, one bad oh, or nice. whatever. So every time we would end a, or a competitive match, we'd be like, all right, queue us up. And then we'd like, get into the, Ten kids, one dad, or whatever, and it was like, oh, we have to leave. Let's just play this instead. <laughs> so then, like the last thirty minutes of it, we did actually just play that only. So we had a great time. Jen was in there, and uh, yeah, had a had a grand old time. Fun game. Nice. Uh, let's fun see. Fun game when you have five. Yeah, I do not like playing it when I'm by myself. I will give, but yeah. that's very true of a lot of games that are multiplayer. I yeah, think valid. I'm starting to realize that when I don't have anyone to play with, I'm just going to play single-player games, and I'll be a lot happier. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a great single-player game, I fired Tunic back up just randomly. I was waiting for something in my house, probably the kids to clean up their playroom or get dressed or something. And so I fired up Game Pass, and Tunic was, like, calling me. And uh, I played that for probably a good two hours after that and kind of picked up where I've was left off and figured out where I needed to go and then finally found I about, the... I was about to say, did you figure out where you were and how where to go? I did. Uh, <clears throat> nice. Jen was like, all right, let's go to the... Or no, she's like, I, I'm going to bed. I'll see you up there in a minute. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go over here and save. And then, of course, the way video games works, uh, I found the way, the, the way to go to the next section of what I needed to do. This is the way. And she's like, oh are you coming up? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me... And then I really wanted to explore this new area, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it goes... And then I did play some Destiny. Uh, played with Craig. Craig is officially max light level after... It took him nine pinnacles to get his final piece of max level armor. Oh, no. He did nine straight pinnacles before he finally got the, the energy weapon that he needed. So that was a great, great, great uh, situation. And then I'm just trying to make sure I get all my seasonal challenges checked off before all of that is gone. I think it's like 16 days away for the next season. Uh, so that is basically it for my gaming week. 
Yeah, yeah. And All right. I'm, I'm pick, Pickle Matt is just uh, dead to us. Yep. He uh, played no video games. And we will never be back. All right. Moving on. No Manchester. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us tonight. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, you see there, if you're joining us live on stream, we're at 14 out of 25 on our sub goal. And we just want to let you know that we are thankful for each and every one of you who join us in the chat, who listen on uh, podcasts. It's been a great little uh, journey growing with you guys and couldn't do it without you. So once again, thank you so much. If you want to be a subscriber, get uh, early access to episodes and some upcoming OMG merch. Just uh, hit that little sub button. And, uh, we'll let you... All right, Swift, around the room, one more shout-out do you want to make before we uh, head on our happy ways and, and get some Friendsgiving gaming going? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this earlier, and I feel like it comes from growing up in a a good environment as far as the Air Force, but I feel like every Air Force commander kind of makes a speech um, and I just want to relay it to all our viewers, listeners, like um, if you have a good support group and have friends and family and everything, then the holidays this time of year is always a good time. But if you don't um, and you're struggling, then please reach out to somebody, a good friend, um, somebody in your life that you trust. Um, let them know what's going on. Hopefully they bring you in under their wing. Um, but obviously if, you know, if you don't have a great support system all the time, this can be a tough time of year because everybody is seemingly happy on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Um, so reach out, join our, uh, discord, reach out to us. We're here for whatever. Um, the link is in the chat and the description for, uh, the podcast, wherever you listen to it. So, uh, feel free. Um, we're obviously not counselors. Um, but we are here to play some video games and hang out with whoever wants to. Um, so we can be there for you if you're uh, struggling for whatever reason. Very nice. Wiser words have never been said. And, uh, you know, when we invite you to the Discord, like we're not just trying to grow our podcast or grow our community. Like we game and have fun with everyone who's who's playing and we, we talk and we make friendships. Uh, we may not quite understand what you're going through um but we have life experiences and and would love to you know just kind of be there for you if you need it yeah very nice words swift cool cool for all of you listeners who are not listening or watching live you can join us every wednesday night at 9 p.m central and we cast this podcast live at twitch.tv slash omg podcast we'd love to have you join us be in the chat, talk about video games while we talk about video games. And you can find us once again at OMG underscore podcast GG <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. I had a, a train of thought that was just bouncing all over the place. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear from you on those platforms. Hit us a follow and uh, we'd love to uh, hear from you there. You can find me streaming pretty much every weekday morning, unless I'm uh, learning how to ice skate, which is a whole nother thing to talk about, uh, at twitch.tv oh slash the underscore underscore stroke, as well as that handle on Twitter and Instagram, and old Swift over there at twitch.tv slash swiftmeta. And I know, I'm Pickle Matt, he's not here, but we at least should talk about him so he gets some love. I guess. Twitch.tv slash I'm Pickle Matt, and uh, follow him over there, check out his streams. Uh, we'd love to have you join those communities as well. You can find our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you find podcasts. With that, Swift, I'll leave you with a uh, happy Thanksgiving, man. And uh, we'll see you online, maybe, if you're going to be playing some games this weekend. Yeah, to everybody in the chat and listening, happy Thanksgiving. Hope it's awesome. Hope you get your fill of some delicious food. And uh, hope the Cowboys win. And if they don't, uh, um, you, you can bet that I'm going to be doing what I do on most Thanksgiving and drowning my sorrows in uh, a terrible football team that I have to watch lose every year. <laughs> Clockwork. Uh, anyways. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers. And we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. Swift, see ya. See you, buddy. 
You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG Podcast GG and on Twitter at OMG underscore Podcast GG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.